0: Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max and I'm Nikki, and together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the music industry, the music um, business, the music business, the music industry, and the pros us. and cons of the current music industry, and, and to perhaps help us versus talk about past that. music industry and. And to to help help us on this episode to talk about that will be uh, our special guest for today is uh, Mike Mahalik. Hello. Hi, Mike. Hello. Mike is a a golden boy, sort of Mm -hmm. music marketing expert, (laughs) if you will. Uh, Who helps uh, us with uh, with our band. Yeah, Yeah. our band, Little Person, has uh, received some great, great help and advice from Mike over. Who's sitting right to my right, my one o'clock, as yes. you could say, to to Nikki's one o'clock, and to Max's eleven o'clock, which is <laughs> where I prefer to be. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah, deep in the cut, deep okay, in the cut. But before we get into the music industry, we just got some station business to take care of. Wait, before, are you hearing any delay at all? No. Okay, you're you're not hearing any delay. Oh, at no. no. Nope. Okay, not more than usual. Okay, <laughs> right, that's kind of weird. All right. Um, okay, so... Uh, we got some station, got business, station to business Station business, um, um, station business. First off, off as our, our band, Little Person, has a few shows coming up in August. Um, our next show, though, is going to be at... The Bitter End. Bitter End on August 4th. Manhattan. Uh, I believe it's on 4th Street and around 2nd Avenue. I think that's where it's at. Um, famous... Club, uh, check it out. Check it out. We also got check shows out coming there, up later is. in the month at at the, uh, what do you call it again? What was the place called that? Gold Sound? Well, Gold, Gold Sounds, but also... The Well? The Well, yes. The Well and Gold Sounds. We're playing at both of those places at the end of August, so check those out. But, one's on the 22nd of August, and the other one's at the 31st. But make sure to check us out at the bitter end first, because that's the show closest to us anyway um, mike do you have any uh
1: things you want to plug right now mm-hmm. so now's the time cool um <laughs> yeah um i do do the music marketing stuff which i guess we're gonna talk about at length uh i run an editorial site called speaking to my good eye we're hosting a showcase on august 16th at the gateway oh we just oh, played yeah. at the gateway yes what, do you, what are your opinions on that?
0: Um, No comment. Okay. No, just <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, I'm No, it, I'm joking. It's actually a cool venue. It's a cool
1: venue. It's just it was...
0: Uh, right. It could have been a little more promoted, I guess, by, by, by that's the venue kind of, itself. It's yeah. a little bit of... Because it's so new, it's a little bit of a DIY kind of situation at times, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is... Um, That's a venue that relies on... Band, band promotion. They don't yeah. really have walk-up.
0: No. Right, traffic, right, right.
1: Walk-up. Uh, right. Which is fine. Which is, right, which is a thing, you know, that's... I don't know what venues do <laughs> have a built-in audience. No, no. Yeah. But
0: there are, I guess, I suppose, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right about that.
1: So, um, well, we can talk about this. And, yeah, plugs, uh, site. Plugs, I mean, hair plugs? Hair plugs. Uh, want to plug... Hair plugs. Want to plug hair plugs. Uh, well, Golden Boy hair plugs. <laughs> um, and I have a label. Uh, it's called Good Eye Records. And we're putting out more stuff soon. And cool. what are the
0: names of some of the bands on that album, on that well, record? you week? may
1: be familiar with Make Under. Sure, right? yeah. Make Under. We Great know band. Great band, band. Love California. the choreography they do. Oakland, Oakland-based band. Exactly. And another band called Lunch Ladies. They're from New Jersey. and from Jersey. Things, Jersey Boys. Um I haven't really talked about publicly, but I guess I can hint at the next thing. It's from Canada. Oh. Yeah. oh. a surprise. So. Wow. Um, oh, a new band from Canada. Yes. Well, band quotes. No, a new band for yeah. the label is what I Exactly. Mean. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's as far as. Oh. oh okay. Well, that's like, oh, Ooh, right? I got Ooh, some. Que- I got some
0: questions in, was a, a s- in a bit about. That
1: was exclusive for you. Ooh, a scloosey. Yeah. Wow.
0: I like the... Uh, it's a loosey It's a Lucy it S- uh-huh. kind of a... Snoochie-boochies. Snoochie-boochies, Snoochie-boochies. yeah. That's,
1: where I'm, that's my hometown. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's right. Uh, there are Jersey... <laughs> and then he made an a
1: unfortunate movie called mm. Jersey, Jersey Girl, Girl, right? Very was, unfortunate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where he, Ben Affleck, um, not only is convinced that he can uh, turn a... Lesbian straight by his truck. Oh, no, that's, no, chasing, that's Amy. chasing Amy. Oh, but then okay. he made. Uh, Jersey, oh, I blocked out Jersey Girl. That's <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Jersey Girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, that's Geely. No, that's Jennifer. Geely. That's even she's another worse that? movie. But she's in it, kind of like for a second. Oh, she really? Yeah. She could I be. She could think she's like be. the wife that dies, or like. Oh, somewhere. I was gonna could see be. it. No, I'm just. I'm kidding. It's <laughs> like the first. It's like. All right, I won't but, uh, spoil other Liv- movies. Liv, no, I'm just just Liv Tyler's
0: th- is the yeah. girl. I think the right. Jersey girl. that right. they speak of in it. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kevin awesome, Smith yeah. and... Uh, are you are you a Kevin Smith
1: fan? Yes and no. I mean... Sure, I sure, like some I, of his I movies. I get what you the mean. The reason why I thought I could go to the college that I went to. Um, oh, okay. I went to SVA. Because you, were, you studied yeah. film at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I was... I mean, that was my bag, but I'm the child of um, a construction worker and a nurse. So I didn't really. So you got a lot of film experience from that, from being, from being the child child of a nurse and of
0: construction worker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: No. So I kind of had to like justify it internally and externally and having someone like that
0: Right, Kevin Smith yeah. kind of comes from a similar
1: background, exactly. right? Exactly. Well, like the like working class uh, parents, I think. Yeah, he filmed Clerks, I mean, obviously in a, a convenience store that he worked at. Right. But it's, it's still there, the right. Quick Stop. Oh, um, okay. And I grew up like three or four turns away from it. Uh-huh. Oh. So just having that there, it's like, oh, okay. Like, did you play hockey you? growing up as well? No, I was miserable at it. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. I did like a week-long roller hockey thing in the... Blazing summer with all pads and stuff. It's uh-huh. not for me. Yet. We we played Nikki hockey and I, I did that. Oh, yeah. Roller hockey. Roller hockey specifically. And specifically no. Okay. Oh, it could definitely get hot
0: in down in Los Angeles. You know. I could see that. Yeah. Oh, under those pads too. Which are necessary. You don't want to get hurt, but boy oh boy, that's I remember when it's, it's hot. it was even it's hot. it was hotter. It's hot. hotter hot. Once it's hot, as Paris you, Hilton would say. Once you get off the rink and then you're kind of like in the box area. Mm-hmm. You're just, like, kind of gasping for air and, like, you feel, like, so hot under these pads. Yeah. It's like, oh, my goodness. But anyway, um, anything else to promote? That's... Any any other hair plugs to promote? Plugs. Um, I think that's... that's butt plugs, I mean. maybe? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. Yeah. yeah. What? No, hair plugs hair for your butt, actually. Well, I'm into well, some... Well, could be,
1: like, a tail at that
0: point. Yeah, a tail. Yeah. You know, some... Like Horse mane, horse mane, horse tail. Sure, bump, yeah. Plug. I'm sure that exists. whatever you're into, that's yeah. gotta be a thing.
1: That's hey. Well, you know, that's rule 43, you, right? There's like or 34. If it exists, there's porn of it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, right, right. It's I'm, one of the. It's yeah. one of those two numbers. Right, around, right. Yeah. Well,
0: isn't that a thing? Like a hot topic? Like, don't they sell that at Hot Topic? I like haven't those tails. Been to tails? Hot
1: Topic in some time.
0: Well, I I just <laughs> went yesterday, and okay. let me. T- <laughs> so then
1: you know. And Nikki bought some bus butt- so plugs, and some I bought some, I bought
0: a main for uh, my, for you know to wear. A, you right. know, it was a plug. No, some some people. I remember in college, some people wear these tails and stuff, and it was just like, you guys are so dumb, get out of here. <laughs> um. Yeah. Pff. Anyway, one plug that I am interested in are some good ear plugs that I might use at a music venue. So this, this transition right mm-hmm. here, I'm making so let's talk about it guys let's get into the music sorry before we do it i just really my transition right there real quick i just want to okay because this is going to transition into uh uh the music business okay um and then at that point i will transition from man to woman um and so (laughs) Mm -hmm. basically i wanted to talk about game of thrones and i think we should do this right we do for every podcast for this season of Game of Thrones that we do. Well, and the, in the uh, next season, too, when it comes out. Sure. You know? so, <laughs> May as well, there's only a couple more seasons. I know, Mike, you haven't watched Game of Thrones. No. But we're just going to mention briefly, so this the season premiere happened this past Sunday, and it was a very exciting event for all of us Game of Thrones fans, which is probably half the world, you know, um, just watching this show. But one thing kind of ticked me off. And ticked, well, before we get to ticking you off, let's just say that... Um, you know, this episode is pretty much like setting things up kind of a situation. Well, we don't we don't need to talk about specifics okay, on fine. that. Okay, fine. But there's just one thing, and this has been talked about on a lot of uh, news media outlets, that uh, Ed Sheeran had a cameo in this episode of Game of Thrones. And I got to say, and a lot of people feel the same way. Did, I, not, like did not like it. Did not like it. Did not like it. It really takes you out of the show, because it's a show that... You escape into this world that is just it—it's own unique thing that uh, doesn't—you know—it's an imaginary world that is so involved, and it, it—the integrity of the show kind of crumbles a little when you have this cheap trick of a of a cameo of a singer. Well, yeah, that's also although what, if cheap trick the band were in it, then that'd be well that would be, that'd be different even different of... because actually let me tell you why because Ed Sheeran kind of has a lot of hype around him. Right now, you know what I mean. It's he's kind Almost of an of it. it kind of singer in the pop mainstream music world, and to have him in a show that the stars are not, you know, big star celebrity stars in that show for one, you know, even having someone like Tom Hanks in the show doing a cameo would be off-putting. Be you know correct. what I mean? But uh, also, but especially Ed Sheeran, because there is, he has. A he's, not actor, relevant, he's not an actor. He's not an actor. He's not an actor. One. And also, there is a certain, uh, you know, relevance to him in the music world right now that uh, that it makes you ta- it takes you out of the show essentially. And and there's you know also there's an association <laughs> with his fan base probably too that kind of takes takes others that aren't necessarily fans of his out of the show as well. And yeah. and I I personally am not a fan of Ed Sheeran. I don't know about you guys, but his. You know, there's a I point like in to. there's a point in the episode where he's singing, you don't know it's him yet, and when he it you hear this voice singing, and I thought to myself while watching the episode, oh, this voice sounds out of place for this environment, this setting, this fantasy Setting that's kind of th- you think about the medieval times kind yeah, of era, you, you know. That, that's the setting we think of in the in, in for Game of Thrones. And then when you show it's at and it's like, oh, of course, ages. it's like some modern pop singer trying his best to subdue that modern
1: twinge pop vocal. Of, you know, uh, was he doing like some sort of like Gaelic? Like <laughs> it was sort of well, like yeah, a da, thing. Da, da, da. It was it kind was of, kind like of, a of a thing, but
0: not in not in that language, but. It but was like it was kind of it, it was was sort of, that kind of, kind of thing. It was in far kind of yeah, That's but it terrible. was in his voice, his singing mm-hmm. voice. It it wasn't right. It wasn't right. It wasn't right. That's no. all I'm saying. A anyway, right. so but it, it just seemed like some you know trick to entice people to get excited about and we didn't like it the scene and it was just but like, this is why this, we're this already excited this about this the show. Is where anyway. we, I'd like to transition to um, from man to woman and from. Game of Thrones to the music business. Um, how, Mike, how does a guy like Ed Sheeran become popular? Do you have a, a, a reasonable explanation for this? I mean, how does that happen? Uh, money. Money? Lots of money, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> money from whom? He doesn't really write his own songs, really.
1: I mean, does he, he does kind no, he, of But I think, think he does. Oh, he, he does, does. Yeah. You know. oh, I think he does. Okay. I think he mm-hmm. does. I think he does. Okay. So specifically, Ed Sheeran, which I don't know that much about, but... Secretly, you, who, you know everything about oh, uh, Where was I hearing this? I can't. You know those stories where it's like, was I listening to a podcast or was this like an actual friend or was this like somebody talking on a random clip I was watching on Reddit? Somebody was talking about um, like they had a friend and they had this guy who lived in the other dorm and he always like kept her up, was always like playing music, always just like bugging the shit out of her, and she was always banging on the wall. And then it turned out to be like. At Sheeran. So, mm-hmm. um, as far as like his path goes, it's a little bit more unorthodox cause he's not classically attractive or, <laughs> right, um, right, right. yeah, that's, so that's an extra that factor end. where it's like, oh, how sure. does he be, how does a guy like, how does a guy like that get over? Um, my imagination is that he was signed as a, like a, like a 360 deal. So, what does that mean? Um, in, in that scenario, you're, you're more pulled in as a songwriter, writing songs for other people. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, a lot of talent on, say, like, Rock Nation um, is mostly kept in the pool, A, as, like, an investment. So, like, should their own band or their own artistry break big, um, then, okay, great, even better. Then they'll pump money into that or whatever their resources are but they're primarily there as a vehicle to uh, when Rihanna's recording an album give her like 80 to 100 options and Uh be like interesting this is what we have Uh Uh and they own it all up front because they paid or whether it's a retainer, or uh-huh. maybe there's some they have some sort of staff role, or whatever whatever Correct. that looks like. The compensation Correct. up front.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting.
1: And then you know, should she pick your song, you have a credit, then you make residuals off that, or whatever again, your particular deal is. Um, take Sia, for example. She's. Um, been in the industry for a long time. Right,
0: she's a very interesting yeah.
1: c- career uh, right. trajectory. Where she only recently she's, recent she's started like in, in her 40s, right? Into mm-hmm. Mainstream, actually. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's a little bit older for that, which is which is cool. Good, I good, I think. Reassurance yeah. to actually people, you know, even
0: like myself. I think about. I mean, I, it's hard not to. I wish you. It shouldn't be like that. But you think about your age and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should be making it at this point. And then you see other people like her, and she's, you know, in her 40, what is it, 40s, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's just now... I mean, she's had a long career with right. that said. It's not like by any means been a, a terrible career oh, before no. that. No. But recently, she's getting a lot of hype, though. You well,
1: know? I mean, she's world famous, right. plays arenas, right. and, right. you know, draws whatever guarantees that she's going to get for festivals. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but her goal... I mean, I don't know if this is still the same goal now that she's a little further down the line and now she's got her own infrastructure underneath her and people whose livelihoods depend on her engine. You know, that's the thing a lot of people don't think about. Um, it's like, oh, why do the Rolling Stones, like, still tour? Like, they're old. They don't need the money. Uh-huh. That's fine. But there's people in their on their team sure. that have been with them right. their whole lives and, like, they right. don't... When when they're done, they're done. Right, and they got to right. go find another gig or like maybe right. they can, you know those people get older too. Right. So um, like Billy Joel playing like exactly. Madison Square Garden, you know every mm-hmm. month or whatever. Yeah, he, do, he does. He doesn't need the money, but right. he likes to play. Yeah, he like you know it's once a and you know he gets paid the lion's share. But sure. at the end of the day, the trickle effect. Right. of being able to take care of your team, is, I think is the thing that doesn't get talked about from the casual fan perspective sure. enough. You
0: know, it's interesting you say that because uh, our older brother recently shot a video with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He directed Snoop Dogg, and um, Snoop Dogg required a, a certain fee, mm-hmm. and but they because he was working with him, he knew exactly what Snoop Dogg was getting from it. And Snoop Dogg was barely taking any amount of that fee was going to his whole crew like right. he was paying out the whole crew and that's how that's basically what the fee was for because Snoop Dogg more or less would have been down to do it for free right but it was his crew that he needed to take care of and, right um, and it was just like that's really cool Snoop Dogg could just do it essentially you know well, he probably I, it's has cool some he, sort of contract deal with these guys that But nevertheless, it's cool that Snoop Dogg wants to take care
1: of these people, you know, and make sure they're guaranteed a certain amount. Yeah, you become an entity or a business, an economy onto yourself. Right, right. Right, right. right, right. And as you get bigger, the more and more that, you know, you're adding onto your team and that becomes true. Sure. Um, Really, the key is to find a way to keep people, keep the slicing of the pie as why it is possible sure. versus right, having, you know, 32 slices of pie or, sure. Right, uh, right, right, right. people always want to talk about Chance the Rapper. Um, and sure, you so know, people always want a chance to talk about Chance the Rapper. <laughs> exactly. We well, speak about it. I, I go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what, well, yeah, I don't know you what know, his, um, he's famous for eschewing major labels and not signing with them uh-huh, and, right. you know, having a success anyway. Um, having his cake or right. pie, <laughs> exactly, and eating it too. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you know it, that doesn't that doesn't mean that he doesn't have this a similar infrastructure. It sure. just means that all of that's in house, right? Right, and he's still utilizing um, like larger like when it comes to distribution or um, you well, know, distributions even, you know. are usually even indie
0: re- labels are oftentimes distributed by major labels, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 That um, part of it is uh, not not unwieldy for, like, a, an indie label. It's, it, yeah, it's just too much. Um, right. And then even, like, keeping track of, like, International release dates versus like US release dates. Uh Um, God forbid there's uh, a plating error and your vinyls aren't going to make it on time before a tour and like all these other myriad things that could go wrong that um, can sort of be shored up or saved by the insurance of um, like a major label or what have you. Uh, you know, on top of it and the, the, the army of people that they still have at their disposal to keep their eyes on it. Um, right. So it's interesting. Um, basically,
0: you know, the old thought process, you know, especially in the late seventies was like, Oh, major label you've sold out Mm. kind of a thing. And nowadays it seems you can speak on this a little bit more better than I can, uh, that it's not necessarily, peep, that mindset's not the same anymore. Well, it's not the same for not just music, but for any aspects of art. I mean, you know, comedians taking commercials now or actors taking commercials to make more money, it, it used to be thought of as selling out, but now people look at it as like, oh man, you're in a commercial, that's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. that's awesome, you know. that.
1: Well, like, yeah, it's funny. You're starting to see a little bit more of, Reverse engineering when it comes to um, like Arcade Fire just left Merge. Oh, oh really? really? I I oh, that, that was This their, record like, that they're putting out is things. on one of the three majors. I can't remember which. Really? Yeah, I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. Why? Do you know why they would just say the scale of their business just warrants like, same it? Same reason why St. Vincent would go from 480 to Loma Vista. Or? Right. Or uh, yeah. LCD Sound Systems going to pout put out this next record really? on universal i think really yeah and yeah. It, so what you just spoke to is that having a
0: major label can kind of create a little more security for certain aspects At, yeah. of, of your business in At a way this because point, you're you're there you're so large the, and it's yeah. like i can't An independent label can't really handle that much mm-hmm. in a way yeah um, and and those groups like arcade fire are big enough whereas if they went on a major label i it seems to me that they would still get a say in what their output is. You oh, know? yeah, absolutely. You know, they're not going to... They probably made a deal where, like, look, this part, we get yeah. creative freedom kind of... Parts
1: operation. of their team... Well, I mean, yeah, as far as that goes, um, yeah, I'm sure that was part of it. Yeah. But, um, like, they're still employing the same PR agency. Uh-huh, interesting. So, oh, wow, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, they've been with Nasty Little Man for years. Um, and, yeah, they're working this record... Uh, I get the releases, so it's not like um, whomever of the three I can't remember off the top of my head it was like, okay, this is all in house now and like we control the messaging and everything else I think um, I think yeah, a, a band like that coming more fully formed to a major is all about. Um, the accounting the accountability sure. making sure that all the path lines of revenue are not only activated but um, yeah being
0: so is being that managed. why um like so even though xl recordings is technically an indie label right. but they're known to have very few artists on the label or he's v- the they're very selective mm-hmm. they sign like one artist a year or something like that yeah but they have Adele and Vampire Weekend are, uh, are on that label, so... Sorry, that's our sink. It makes this weird noise <laughs> it's okay. sometimes. It's that post-nasal, post-nasal drip kind of yeah. sound. Um, now, it, are they able to handle all those things that um, a, a major record label would be able to handle because their roster is maybe not as large as like something like Emerge or mm-hmm. Matador or something like that? Or...
1: I mean, am I just totally not, don't know what I'm talking sort about. Sort of spitballing here. I'm no, a, I mean, that's, that's you're on the right path with that. Yeah. Like being limited in that way. Um, I, am um, I don't know a thousand percent what their background is if they haven't been ingested at some point right. by a major, cause there are labels like kind of masking as, um, Indie labels that right. the casual fan, again, wouldn't really know the difference, like Canvas Back. <laughs> that's not an indie label. That's like a, a subsection of... And that's what right. all j is on. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, those were created within... Major labels to just get away from the name, right? Just be like, well, Here's like, the- like I said before, Loma yeah. Vista is kind of like that, right? In yes, two degree, yeah, it's right. the same, same sort of. Um, They're universal. Idea. Although I don't know if they existed first. Um, every every oh, one okay. of them are so. It's hard, interesting to, to research. Yeah, right. um, that's and not to go off on a different tangent, but no, just, um, it, keep going. for bands who you know of any size, unsigned bands. You know, I, obviously I talk to them all the time Sure, yeah. and it's like, Oh, Oh, what do I do? Like, (laughs) how do I get signed? (laughs) How do I get noticed? Um, it's kind of start thinking about, um, making it more like, okay, uh, I, you know, they need me more than I need them or my product is so fully formed that I'm coming to them now for this, right? Like infrastructure half of it. Don't come at, it with the this label's going to break me big sure sure Type sure. mentality interesting um, which is you know you i i just rolled my eyes <laughs> at your what you <laughs> at, at my own state yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i mean being able to come at it, it like you know i've gone through this process once with a band where um uh, they were getting all the Sort of inquiries. All the flash bulbs were going off. You know. Really. Yep. Took all the meetings. Uh, major, mid-level labels, and everyone has their own sort of style of uh, courting you. It's a lot like dating. It, it felt liter- like interesting, like being on dates with major, major. Did you and fall mid-level. in love
0: with any? Any
1: of? Them? I did yeah, I won't see who. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, the crux of it with that one label was. Um, they loved the record. The record was out and the record had achieved success on its own. And, you know, just so you know, it, this artist really wanted to be on this label. And like there were bands on it that like he they were influencers of his. And it was just it was a it on a paper, it, if I showed you everything, it's like, oh it's slam dunk, great fit. Right. But you know, the label's just like, yeah, like um, we don't, we're not entirely sure like what it is, like we're going to be able to do now. Like this has millions of streams on Spotify and stuff like this. Right. And um, Oh, so that's why you were. Well, I, I remember the artist kind of like, you know, his head kind of went into his palms a little bit and I had a chuckle and they were like, what's funny? And I was like, well, I have access to his private SoundCloud and, and have since August, it's now March. There's a private SoundCloud set <laughs> That says specifically, artist, album name, submission for said label. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's like you, you did have it. <laughs> right, right. You, just, you know, you, you probably get thousands of submissions a day. So, sure, sure. The sure. roundabout point that I'm trying to make, I guess, is you can have it all there, fully formed, and then like the label will respond, like. This is amazing. Like, what you know? Have three different meetings. Do a whole like South by Southwest kind of further courting, dating experience, mm-hmm. and st- that artist is still unsigned. Wow! Wow! That's <laughs> that. Very. But then uh, again, <laughs> yeah, so. That's so interesting. Discouraging in a way, but well, I, but it's how it's did just th- more to the point of again, like he had the he had the bargaining chips, and at the time, this was like. Two and a half years ago, I didn't really have the. I wasn't as far as lo- along with my knowledge of things as I am now. Um, yeah, it was just like, what do you mean, like? How is he doing now? That, that Oh, great! Yeah. yeah. Well, he's um, he's making the bulk of uh, everything off of uh, sinks and licensing. Yeah. Oh, licensing. that's great. Yeah, yeah that's where, it he, is. Has a, where is he has a he has a separate deal with a separate company about that. Let so, me oh, ask cool. you then, how. <clears throat> You
0: said he had, you know, he already gotten noticed. This mm-hmm. is my a big question for me is because yeah. we've we've done we've done submissions to labels before, right? But prior to releasing, as you're saying, prior to releasing, like even this latest EP of ours, which you helped out with, we submitted to certain labels. But now, Max, how you want does to how can you? Uh, you know, there are certain paths, but it's always seemed, how do you crack the code in terms of getting more notice, mm. you know, for how, your band? That, that was you... a question that was on the questionnaire that you sent us recently, <laughs> yeah. which was, what's what, what what's the hardest thing that you've experienced about the music business? And our answer pretty much was, you know, getting our music heard. Mm. And so how... What... In this C, because the music industry is a lot different from the past... Everyone's out there doing music now. And so, in the sea of people, how do you obviously you could say, oh, there's you got to be innovative, enough, or you, ha- you have to have something that's a little bit more unique, maybe. Mm-hmm. But those are kind of simple, easy answers because there's stuff that comes out that they get pretty big and it's not that unique sometimes. And I mean, sometimes, you know, it's- well, like our sister's band, Fox Brigade, like that's really, really unique stuff. Yep. Yet, uh, for some reason, their latest album didn't achieve the success that we thought it it should have achieved right. maybe, maybe you know
1: so what what's up with that yeah i mean i think it's uh, <laughs> it's going to sound lame but it's case, case by case, by case, case basis, basis. Yeah. yeah um you know if you're say like more of a jam band funk band soulful band you have your your lanes uh sure. in that direction and those um are more heavily predicated on that, that, that's, a, that's a genre or a style where you can just play all the time and it's not to your detriment. Sure, It's only going to help you. If people see you and you have that, you're just going to keep ascending up and up and up. Uh-huh. I make the joke every year. Um, I, this is the first year I didn't go to Bonnaroo uh, out of the past eight. Oh but wow. But there's always, I, it's not exactly like the, the sort of music that I turn to all the time. And I'm wearing a Bonnaroo shirt. I realize that <laughs> I'm sweating through it. Um, <laughs> it is hot in here. It really is. I'm I'm sweating. It or... reminds me of Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, there's always like a slot that's like, okay, what's like the new jam band? Not jam funk. Not jam in like a dead way. Sure, sure Jam sure. in like a a fish way. No, they're game. gonna <laughs> they're gonna like game. play. They're gonna sell out Brooklyn Bowl, and then you're just gonna see them on every festival poster sure. forever. Um, so like last year, the year before it was like Evolfo this year, it's like turquoise and like, oh, right. <laughs> and I might even be way off base, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's just one lane and th- those have their own press lanes. So you can go to like mm-hmm. a relics, a live for live music type site. And that's also an audience with disposable income. They're predominantly, uh, white. And male <laughs> and a little older um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah, and they spend money and go to concerts. Right. Um, so that's just one so example yeah in a way,
0: when you have a when you when you have a sound more, that, when you have a sound that mm, fits more into to a genre that people genre. have heard before it, it can be helpful. It in in can be way. helpful. Is that, is that what you're you're because yeah. if you're if you have a sound where people like <clears throat> somebody hears it and they're like, I can't quite place this. You know, that's what I it's, feel it's about a my bit sister, our, our sisters Fox Brigade, by the way. Or even our older's comedy is like right. that too. There's something helpful. uh Yeah, producers may be like, well how do I what does this fit into? You know, what is mm. this? And it's bad to pigeonhole. You know, I, I know fit? people say it's bad to pigeonhole, but that seems to be, or you tell me, I mean, is that kind of, a, as you just mentioned, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, people is are trying to do that a detriment to having a more unique sound or
1: more unique voice? No. no. No, I don't think so. It's just what you do with it. Um, so take uh, Make Under, for example. Right. Um, the Reason You Know Me, literally. Um, right. <laughs> uh, right. And their last EP... You wouldn't necessarily call it accessible, would you? No, no, no. I, I, for, <laughs> me for, it for me is. it is. I mean, no, but, but you're right for, for the audience, general
0: yeah, for public. But no, mm. it's a very kind of experimental. Uh, mm. But has I don't know how a, he describes it. But, but it has echoes really of, cool. of of certain aspects that are there's there's pop you know pop elements it in it that,
1: that are melodic and yeah. that's what makes me like it more. You know, so they so that EP achieved a sort of critical acclaim sure. uh-huh. that everyone I've worked with in that area, the Bay area has kind of been chasing uh-huh. since. Sorry. And you look at make under there's a, another band, uh Brooklyn based band called landlady who put out a record this year, kind of same, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm just talking specifically about NPR. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's again, you know, do you want to go, for more of the pitchfork crowd, or do you want to go more the NPR crowd? And this is more press stuff. Oh tell me, sure. What tell is me the difference what's going, going on with that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: tell me about that. I mean I know that there's yeah. certain uh there are online certain, magazines and, and yeah. blogs that write for specific genres and
1: well uh, like yeah, like NPR musical um oh man. Uh <laughs> get into yep. it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, without well, without so, ha- without yeah. burning any bridges or anything. Right, like I, it's fine. Yeah. Um yeah, they'll more often than not, um, be, you, you can kind of sense what's going to come up, um, on like the songs we love features or all songs considered. Sure. Interesting. Um, but that sort of, um, uh, landlady make under type sound that's, um, you know, very, Artistic, experimental, but with a little bit of pop in there, sure. kind of like a and, and an interesting approach to vocals um, seems to be like a a real a thing that Bob Boylan keeps coming back to. Uh-huh. Now, for like songs we love, you can usually get over for our our <laughs> listeners. By the way, Bob Boylan is is one of the hosts of All Songs Considered, yes. yeah, but yeah. that On some MP. people yeah. might not know that. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, there. Uh, this is going to sound so dumb coming out of my mouth, but like there's a, a great, in my opinion, trend of late. Where oh, that sounds really dumb. Fuzzy, nah. golden guitars, female fronted have something good to say. That seems to be getting across, or at least what's it, you know, coming I, across I, on Spotify. It doesn't paylists. sound
0: dumb to you, because I, yeah. I, I, to me, because it, I, I, mm-hmm. I really kind
1: of know what you're saying right, right. now. Actually, I, yeah. I, I, I know. But I, I think, it. yeah, I think I'm getting off the track of what the original. Oh, that's uh, okay. Query was yeah. So, what can I, a band I'm who's sure. try to <clears throat>
0: You know what can a band do to try and help them get more people hearing their music, basically, right. well, so, so I, that people come, t- so that they don't have to rely on friends coming out to their shows so often. Because you know, I, I'm just curious uh, about mm-hmm. that. Real, I want to piggyback on that question. Okay, afterwards, let them answer no, that. Question. Okay, well, it's a part of the question. Though, okay, because maybe you can relate this, mm-hmm. or maybe actually, let answer, him answer that. Answer that, and all. It, yeah.
1: yeah um, so I guess this pertains more to artists, more in like cities, uh-huh. which I feel. I mean, you don't really right hear because in too smaller, often about yeah, yeah 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 in smaller towns uh, there's not as much
0: venues I suppose and people are well, more likely to yeah so I'll show take
1: up. it I'll take it a step further sure. um, I spend a lot of time in Asbury Park, New Jersey, uh-huh. which most of everyone's heard about at this point, um, even if you're just a casual Bruce Springsteen fan. Yeah. Uh, it's a vibrant <laughs> revitalized little scene, a beachside town, mm-hmm. uh, mm, kind of a far train ride, but it's in, in between, if you triangulate it in between New York and Philadelphia. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's really no reason for it to not, it's just far enough away from New York and just far enough away from Philadelphia. And there's, uh, New Jersey's the most populous state. Per square mile in the country, That's really why they have wow. so many electoral votes. No, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs>
0: but perhaps that was a uh, wait. Who did 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 Trump win New Jersey? No, he did
1: not. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. But I could tell you which counties turned red. Okay. But interesting. They, because they are they're always. You mean red. communists? No, I'm just kidding. It's, <laughs> it's commies. Right. Um. Okay. But yeah. Um, You know, there's a certain amount of bands. There's a certain amount of artists. There's a certain amount of bloggers, photographers. You see the same faces all the time. So it's not difficult to ingratiate yourself into the scene and get on bills and kind of, you know, ascend the ranks in that, just in that town. It's a good primer, Uh in my opinion, versus like coming here and just like that times a million. <laughs> right. Um and then those bands come up here. Uh but, you know, it's been a couple of years. I know a lot of these same bands. Um I I talk to them personally and some of them do feel like they're kind of spinning their wheels uh-huh. in a way. And, you know, what's the what do I do? You know, is it a label? Is it this? Is it that? Um yeah, I mean I I think the ingratiating yourself model is definitely good in terms of building your, who's going to come to my show fan base mm-hmm. when I go to, and it's, it's a scene of a scene of a scene, but when I go to a show at a local venue by me, I see a lot of the same faces and these are people who do it the right way. So what do I mean by that? They play one gig a month. They promote the shit out of it. Um, And they come up with interesting ways, but not annoying ways to market it to their social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, from there, newsletters are helpful. Sure, Sometimes people find that to be spam, kind of have to navigate that depending on what your genre is. Um, And then if you're going to have press um, or anything like that, content in any way uh, that's outside of yourself, just be tactful about it. Don't um just post a link and be like, hey, you know, somebody says something nice about us. You know, my if you follow, go ahead and steal my model on my label, there's usually like a quote. I um put the handle of the blog or whatever it is uh-huh. that's saying something. And then there's like three or four other action steps. So follow on Spotify, come to the show, ticket link. Uh-huh. You I you can get um multiple things out at once and always um versus just trying to like funnel the attention onto this one thing. Uh-huh. So yeah, um right right cuz sure, sure. so going back to what I was saying about quote unquote doing it the right way um as much as it's like okay, like mm, we want to we want to play as much as possible, we want to cut our teeth, we want to uh you know, keep winding up Promoters remember your name, Booker, bookers remember your name. Um, if it shows up and you know there's nobody there, you got to bring your draw. Always. Sure, yeah, You right. got to maximize it because they don't. We're not going to care. Right, <laughs> right, right. They're right. not going to be like, oh, you're playing another show this week. Like, why would you do that? Right, um, right, right. So we yeah.
0: we usually try to limit at least the shows we're playing in in New York mm-hmm.
1: to. Twice a month, yeah. Um, at the that's, most, yeah, it's the max. Um, and if you can spread it by borough, that's even better. Right, 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 right. Borough, um,
0: yeah. But and I've noticed because that that was a rule in San Francisco, which is where we started. Well, was the, they, the didn't want, rule, they didn't want they didn't want you to play within two weeks of the last show. You no, know? and a and, lot of
1: these bands just will not like adhere to that. So I see some it. some of these bands yeah.
0: that they'll do like one show like. Two days after their last one, and I'm like mm-hmm. in the same city, in the same borough, and I'm like, "Wow, that's really spreading your mm-hmm. your fan base then, But also, it's it looks bad to the it does look bad to the mm-hmm. and, 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 and I promoters. will bring
1: up a, a, a reverse point. Um, there's this band um, who's popular in the area. They're called Fruit and Flowers, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of their marketing is. They're the hardest working band in New York because they played like an ungodly amount of gigs last year. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's the thing: if you're gonna do that, then be ready to do what they did, and it, you know, get ready for that lifestyle of playing that many shows, right. and also taking the slots that you get. Right. So, uh, and be willing to show up to the backyard show, the rooftop show, sure. the in-store the session that like, you know, um, yeah, I know people in that band have more or less quit their jobs (laughs) to focus on this. Yeah. Yeah. So either if you're going to come at it from the once a month, quote unquote, doing it right perspective, then, you know, put all your energy into that, promoting that one show, promoting your current single, um, making sure that you're, Design is interesting, that mm-hmm. your merch is interesting, that knowing that when people listen to their, your music, they're not just like seeing black in their mind's eye. You right. know what I mean? It's, all music is visually evocative in a way. Sure. And I think more and more in 2017, you know, people ask me, like, what's the point of a music video? It's like, well, either you're announcing a tour or you're just building upon this aesthetic that extends beyond your sure. music. Mm-hmm. Yet every wow. hip hop artist now. Every major one, when they come to go on a tour, has a pop up store now. Huh. Even Justin Bieber had one. Really? Yeah. It's a huge source of revenue now. But well, that's yeah, I extended mean, again into this visual mm-hmm. part of it. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm kind of going off. Well, on no, my own no. Thing, I mean, no, music no. videos are a big big thing. Like
0: that, that band, Babes, mm. um, they got a lot of new fans because they had a music video that was directed by this comedian, DJ Doug Pound. Um, Uh, Yeah, and and yeah, yeah, from Tim and Eric, and and he, uh, the video was played on Adult Swim's like Facebook Uh, page, and it got so much traction on that. That they just it did really well for them. So this one music video helped them out so much. Actually, you
1: know, that is the uh, and it was a cool video too. It's the complete and total impetus behind what I do with my label and why I'm taking it slow. Because if you saw the great Headless Blank video last year... Oh, my God. It's so And yeah. that,
0: that's the only thing about it. By the way, that's Make Under's uh, animated music video. And the animation is so cool on it. And I just I showed it to my older brother and we're just like, oh, man, I hope more people can see this. To appreciate how much work was put into this mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's, it's the cross pollination. So I always kind of try to approach all the things I do, whether it's in marketing or whatever it is I do in my um, promotions of stuff, <laughs> as like uh, the improv, yes and. So, like, okay, cool. Music's great. It's a great story, it's a beautifully tragic life maybe a story, I don't know, depending on how you come at it. Um, but everything that we did in re-releasing that EP, uh, for the most part, uh, to start, was marketed to non-music sites. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, you just have to believe that they'll come along. Right, right. So uh, anytime you're activating a new channel along that path line, say like, you're a band like your sister's band, where sure. it's almost theatrical in a way. Sure. And that music video that they made yeah. uh, in the mansion. Oh, yeah, we were yeah. in that video. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, and then how do you market that, you know? um, There's just so many different ways you can approach it. I, mm-hmm. I won't spoil some of what's coming down the pipe for Make Under, but, you know, uh, Hamilton went to Stanford for statistics. No, so I know. Okay. Well, but, that's kind of... <laughs> There's some things that, you know, we we just have, like, a a running chat. It's like, oh, if I, like, you know, kind of wire this channel this way and this way and this way, then it produces this image, which is, like, a mirror onto a mirror and, like, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's funny because everybody else in the band, besides Hamilton, is a music teacher, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um,
0: it's, which I think is kind of cool, actually. Mm -hmm. I think it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Um, They also have, uh, you're talking about visually, they have a really cool...
1: Live performance, performance
0: too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a lot of members on stage. I which I I like that idea, and they're that's kind of what, what I hope for, for our band eventually. eventually to get a, a lot like like of people in and, the band and horns and and they got and you know strings. some. They're doing choreography kind of in a way too, which is cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, talking to Hamilton actually, who by the way, listeners is the lead singer of of Make Under. They were he was saying it's it's so difficult to you know, schedule everybody to be at rehearsal on the same day Mm. with that many members. And especially if you have a separate job, that's not just your band. It's It's a tough thing. It's a tough tough. thing. Yep. So, well, nobody said it was going to be easy. Yeah. Well, it does, it, it, you know, you try not to get bitter sometimes when Mm. people make it big and they've kind of were born with a a silver spoon or they never really had to work at just a meaningless job just to make ends meet while supporting your artistic lifestyle. Mm. Um, You know, I, I hate to say it, but I there's some kind of respect I I have when people have made it and are talented and they also had to support themselves with a serving job like like we do, you know? Yeah. So, not Or it doesn't have to be a serving or, guy. Or it doesn't to be have something. No, it's something else. It, it doesn't have to be that. To be a teacher or whatever. Anything. being yeah. a teacher, anything, you know, there's this guy, um, what's his name? Jacob Collier, I think his name is. hmm um, He's a very, very talented musician. I mean, Jason. I th- I th- Jason. It, no, it's Jacob, I think. Oh. He's from England and he just, he has these voicings, these harmonies that he does for like uh, some older pop songs, like "In My Room," the Beach Boys "In My Room," he he did a version of that where he like be- he reinterprets de- de- it with de- like de- a very uh, these ja- like extremely close harmony jazz voicings essentially that and are really cool. Like, it's really cool, but, really cool. but it, it's almost as if when you hear it or when you see him perform it, not to knock him because he's a very very talented guy, but there's some seems to be a level of uh, soul that's lost in in the production, you know, or level of uh, rawness that you don't see in there because this kid was brought up to be an amazing musician and right. that's the only thing he's ever done in his life. And it it's cool, but it's also like, you know... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I mean, mm-hmm. it's for me. It's a little hard to not get a little bit bitter about that kind of well, thing. Well, I mean, sometimes, that, I, mean, I don't people, necessarily. People think are that's... born into different situations, and you never know what's going to happen, and that's fine. Yeah, they might be born into a musician's world, and they are just talented by osmosis. They're going to become a talented musician when they grow up, and that might be. They might be very good. You know, I, I don't necessarily agree with that statement necessarily. I think.
1: Exactly. I think a big mistake. <laughs> or maybe just a uh, short-sightedness, a lot of musicians make or people in bands make is um, their approach to themselves as artists. Uh Like, I think all too often people get locked into the, you know, whether it's like, I need to, like, work on my chops so I can, like, be better than this other guy. or You know, oh, you know, we're going to rehearse, 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 which is... I mean definitely do that sure but I think some of the most interesting artists in all almost all the ones that we've talked about up until this point that we admire have like this 360 approach to who they are as artists and like I said before the sort of improv yes and and the visual components I I think you'll be seeing more and more as industry moves along and whatever it is now <laughs> is, um, it varies extremely strong personalities and, um, you know, having the, the tangible things to hold on to, to go alongside them, uh-huh. you know, a chance, the rapper fan, when you see one, cause they're wearing a hat that just says three on it uh-huh. easy right. and he wears that hat everywhere. Right. So, I mean, that's just like a big world type example sure but what's another one i mean even go back to like um iron maiden you right. see you, you see know the, Eddie, shirt, the shirt boom is you know it's iron <laughs> yeah exactly even well, even if you see a dark sh- dark side of the moon t-shirt right. you know like
0: that's a popular shirt just the album cover mm-hmm. you know which is yep.
1: you know yeah yeah just things you know, that the Let it you be album yeah cover, when yeah. you see them it's like that couldn't possibly be anything else right um and, yeah, you know, again, that's just like it, these are just creative, I guess, ideas to get you started on rounding that side out if you're not there. Um, but as far as like the music side, <laughs> side of a lot of these things, it just goes back to like what I was kind of getting into before with like your genre lane. Right. So we went through the whole jam thing. Right. If you're a rapper, that's pretty well defined at this point. Mm-hmm. You just need to kind of be pivoting off of the last thing that was popular so okay
0: i i wanted to ask this earlier yeah um, and i don't know how how long we've been going um, 54 minutes okay. Um, okay we won't go too much longer but sure um mac demarco he's a bit <laughs> of an anomaly yeah. because yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's great mm-hmm. and but he his sound is like it's interesting that it's become so popular in the mm-hmm. indie world because it it doesn't sound like it would be popular in the indie world. it, it sounds and he's achieved a, a level of success where he's really popular in the indie indie world yet he's not in the mainstream yet he's more popular than mainstream artists. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah no, um, he's a walking juxtaposition right, right. and it's, <laughs> it, it's interesting that he's so popular because his music which I like some of it sounds like adult contemporary music mm-hmm. and it's like adult contemporary from the late seventies. Yeah. Early 80s. And it's, it's interesting how, which I like, how I did like that, that become popular? Like, is there a, a, an answer or just, right. He was a, it just became popular because it did Yeah, because was, of his personality or what? You I think, yeah. I think you're kind of touching on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah he does have, he has this kind of, I don't, I don't care kind of uh mentality, you know, mentality yeah. on stage and people well, seemingly seemingly yeah. on and and people like that, you know there's a certain confidence to that in a way well, yeah, and, and he does yeah. certain antics
1: on stage. Too. the majority of his audience skews very young, right, so I mean, you know you think about people who buy music or you know stuff like that, they're either very young or very old right, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. so yeah. Uh, so basically uh, you want to tap into that young market
0: sure. <laughs> or that old market <laughs> or that
1: old. Um, yeah. the old market's not a bad way to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people, people buy music though, yeah, uh, sure. on one level or another. I mean, to get into the black with vinyl sales, you only have to sell a couple hundred depending uh-huh. on what you're plating and your inserts and everything else and shipping costs. But CDs are like becoming less and less. Uh, oh, this doesn't have a CD drive. It does. It does. Oh, it, it does. does. This well, is mine, the that's the last from model. Mine doesn't. It's the last okay. model that has a CD drive. It's on the drive. side. All right. Yeah. Well. So. That's my point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, which is unfortunate because I like CDs. We have, we have many CDs for our yeah. our um, our latest EP. Oh, they'll come back. And we well, the we sold a couple at, uh, at the Sunnyvale yeah. show that we played. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, okay, cool. People still. Some people still want to buy CDs, you yeah. know, but it's, we used to play farmers markets a lot. We played music at farmers markets and yeah. we'd sell CDs there. And it, the majority of people that would buy those CDs were older people right. because they're, well, they had money, but they're still on that sort and of, they also, they don't, they don't know anything about streaming sites really. I mean, mm-hmm. or they know minimal amount, you know? And so, well, it's also kind of a reminder to them. It's like this physical, tangible thing that's like.
1: Reminds them to listen to this music in a way. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Something else I'll say, just a casual aside, is a lot of older people don't want to put their credit card information into Uh the computer. Sure. Uh I I used to work for a tech startup uh, in between jobs, um, answering phones, apologizing for things that I didn't do. (laughs) And a lot of it was people calling to say, okay, like... So, I'm at the last page of the sign-up form, um, but it's asking me for my credit card information. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're going to need to put that in. It's like, but I bought a voucher on Amazon. So, like, why do I have to... Well, like, you're creating an account. It's like, right, but now you have... On and on and on and on. So, was PayPal invented for those types of people, basically? It's possible. I don't know. Or Venmo and things like that. Yeah, they just... There's a, a pretty large contingency of people I've observed yeah. um, who are older and uh, would much rather just, like, give you cash. <laughs> yeah. Than, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, and I I that's like to hear you say they'll
0: come back because cassette tapes have come back, and, you know, obviously yeah. vinyls, uh, vinyl has always been around, I guess. I mean, it hasn't, it's always been kind of cool to have vinyl, I suppose, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why it's, the way it is now. But if you look at vinyl sales from last year, it's not like Mac DeMarco was the number one vinyl last year. You want to know what the number one and I think number three selling vinyls were last year? Some like... 21 Pilots, their last album and the album before it. Really? So there's a whole generation of kids who are getting turntables for Christmas and asking for... Can I swear on this show? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Flipping 21 Pilots. No, yeah, no, you can...
0: Fucking 21 Pilots I don't know if you listened... A a couple episodes ago, our sister... I was mean, on it and she was... Cursing up a storm. Yeah, she is. I dead. could see that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. In a funny way. In
1: a funny yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. We but do generally but, like to limit it, but it's fine sure. if you want to. Yeah, yeah, no, don't worry about but it. But like the top 50, yeah, everyone talks about this vinyl resurgence and no oh, vinyls coming back. You look at the top 50 from last year, it's all, you know, legacy or, you know, acts like that who, you know, if you do the math on like, they moved like 50,000 units, some for 20 bucks. It's a, it's a healthy chunk of change, for, yeah. but for like a major label 21 band. 21
0: Pilots. I mean, I it's just, who's buying vinyl for 21 Pilots? It's Kids so... at Hot
1: Topic, where you just were.
0: It's just, <laughs> <laughs> Did you By buy buying a, a tail, 25? buying my tail. Yeah, exactly. I, I secretly bought a, a, a 21 Pilots vinyl mm. on my way home.
1: That he used yeah. as a butt plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh. The vinyl, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, that's, it is. Did it come with like a thumb drive? Yeah, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, you know, um, I, I think it, as a observer, whether how far you're in to music, whether you're a band or have a job in it or even just a casual fan, um, there's always new things to poke at. You know, like take a look at Billboard Biz. Put that in your bookmarks and like just start to kind of get familiar with the names who are really either making moves or making the significant deals on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. like the quote unquote industry is an industry unto itself re- mostly removed from like all the gossip and bullshit that like we get stuck on mm-hmm. you know um so if you want to have that knowledge and still and you know just take everything that you're seeing and just adapt it into like again this fuller vision of your artistry and yourself as a how you're gonna market that how you're going to access that um, and never let anybody tell you what it is need to do right <laughs> so don't accept my advice <laughs> Just take it at face value and internalize Your it. Your advice is don't accept fight. my advice. And exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's basically how um,
0: keep falling like up our down. our uh, our band, Little Person. You know, our, our music is. I, I don't know. I mean, we have our own way of describing it, but mm-hmm. um, like what it's even hard sometimes. Where I'm like, oh, what blog? Which blogs are to be
1: right for? for this, you right. know, and, um, that's fine when, when you've done it. Right. But don't be thinking of that while you're recording it. Oh no, 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 Yeah, not at don't all. Don't get me wrong. Oh, that's no, not that, what that we're thinking not, while yeah. we're recording it. It's but like, once it's done, it's like once once it's out, done, we yeah, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Of yeah. 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 That's tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, from that standpoint, so much is just that, It that is sometimes where a label name could help you. But then right. again, like where, now we're getting into a whole other can of beans but like yeah sometimes saying like oh new signee to such and such label you put that in the subject line that'll get you over um, right uh, and kind of get you more into the world of like serious hype but for every one of those that's like continued on and is still successful there's 10 to 20 that are in the same place or just don't exist anymore right so there is no magic pill with press, right? And it's there's also like you could also before, hire somebody yeah. like like yourself, right? Who has
0: connections and 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 is a knowledgeable network about network base right. and, yeah, because um, you definitely helped us with our, our last EP in, mm-hmm. in a considerable way, and that was cool. Yeah, um, so I guess the the final word if if is. The, the final, final word have, is, uh, well, I suppose the music industry Take is everything a, with a grain of salt. <laughs> take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, listen to it. Uh, the music industry is a complex thing that, uh, you know, you just... There's no right and wrong answers sometimes. No. Um, and... Sometimes, don't be a shithead. Yeah, and just, keep it in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs>
1: people will hear about it. Oh, it's the R. Kelly R- thing. I don't know. Well, I mean, that's a whole other, well, thing. That's a whole other thing. I'm just yeah. talking about band on band, band on in, industry on industry. Just don't. Right. There's like eight billion people in the world. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> from there, um network. Yeah, network. Network. Uh, be, you, it's the thing I say to anyone who's ever asked me for advice is, do you want to be in music because it's cool or because you don't know? Like, that's it. Like, it's your lifestyle. Right. So I've I I've interviewed you know interns or anybody else um, at jobs that I've been in, and that's the first question I ask them. And usually it's like okay, you know, they'll be like, well, you know, yeah, I know I want to work in music, but I don't know what I want to do. And it's right. Like, do you see, like, oh, yeah, like I'll go to shows. Like, will you go to a show like three nights out of the week? It's like, well, that kind of sounds like a lot. Then don't, don't do it. <laughs> and this applies to bands too. Right. You sh- go, to other shows, go to other people's shows. Don't ask about the fucking guest list. Like, create a budget for yourself. Maybe don't drink as much um, because it's going to come back around. And sure, yeah. that that goodwill, and then that's, again, you make friends with a band, that band's playing a show, that band's friends with me or someone like me. He runs this blog, put you on the blog. A to B to C to D. Right. It's not chronological. You can shuffle those letters any which way. It's what's you know the cliche saying. Um, what is hard work times luck equals success, or I don't know. <laughs> equals you know, huck? What? Huck? No, I was yeah. <laughs> um but yeah network don't Net- be a shithead um <clears throat> don't throw fit just be respectful because just be I, cool yeah yeah because i remember and so do the other people we certainly remember the bands that threw little shit fits over nothing or right. dissed just another band on stage or mike love yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. No, just, no. yeah well he did but um just kidding yeah. about
0: that mike love <laughs> look the beach boys are definitely one of the biggest influences on music yeah, no doubt yeah, about yeah. it no they
1: are for sure strictly mike love era yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, um anyway yeah. so yeah there you go that's
0: the final word uh network um, network network, network. No, and
1: you know other stuff he said just. Not uh, and too. Other, everything else he said just but, not to. But first and foremost, you know, <clears throat> whether you're in New York or Kansas City or Minnesota, um, or, or Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. If you're just starting out or you're just you feel like you're not um, getting out there as much, you can fix that by getting out there and talking to people and be be confident, but don't be aggressive. People, I was about to do the yeah. little chair.
0: be aggressive, be, no, be sorry. aggressive. Right. Yeah. No, but don't be aggressive. Yeah. It's grimes. Be, yeah.
1: Be diplomatic. hmm Just, yeah. Pragmatic, tactful. Yeah. And yeah, just, and from there, when you're inside working on your stuff, just keep pushing it and draw inspiration from every little thing, not just the, I don't know what you would qualify as more traditional. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today,
0: uh, Mike. We really appreciate your expertise on, on the music business it's my topic. Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Tune in next time. <laughs>